You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. War Eagle Auburn family, and welcome back to another edition of E2C Extra. We sit down and we talk about something within the world of the Auburn family spectrum. Sometimes it's sports related, usually most of the time. But it can be a little bit off the wall, a little bit more unique in topics on this series. And for today's episode, it is the case again. And because he did such a good job on our last episode we had him on, I had to invite back my friend Auburn Means back onto the show. Welcome back. Blessed to be back. Didn't think I'd ever get a call. I thought it was a joke when I got the text message. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get punked. Like, wait for Ashton Kutcher to come out. We're recording, so I guess it's real. It feels real. It's, it's early in the morning, so... Got this, got this morning voice. Feels a little deeper. Feels a little more stoic. But I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Well, to and go. here's the thing too: is you know, you would think we, with that type of voice, we'd handle a serious topic like we did last time, and it wasn't too serious. We just discussed the whole concept of Auburn fans' negativity, whether it affects the overall success of the program. If you want to go back and check out that one, that was a previous episode, about a week from this one. And, and it did a pretty good response from that across the, the spectrum of, of that topic. But today we want to hit on something that's a little bit more lighthearted and something that has been very, very fun for the Auburn family. And I would even counter now uh, for more than just the Auburn family. It's kind of evolved into other programs, Murray State, uh, other teams trying to emulate what Auburn is doing. But the concept of memes, and of course, it makes sense that we'd have Auburn memes on for this topic, and just kind of talking about what that is, how this has kind of become what it has been for Auburn fans on Twitter and social media, and kind of what makes a great Auburn meme. So you are obviously the expert memes. So I want you to maybe start us off by talking about, I know it seems very odd that someone could not know what a meme was in this day and age but there i'm sure there are people who listen who don't know what that is could you give us just a quick overview of what a meme is well i'm glad you called in an expert there's a lot of people affiliated with university who are very intelligent phds (laughs) experts in their field (laughs) but you did call in the best expert and probably i would say the best field to study auburn has so prop props to you for finding the best guy i mean you're welcome. I'm here. I've, I so, expect a curriculum at Auburn from you after, you know, at next season, at least. No, they've reached out. I, they didn't pay me <laughs> enough money. I, I'm waiting, <clears throat> waiting for bit, waiting for better offer. NIL out there, you know, give me, write, write me a check Auburn, but uh, to stay on topic <clears throat> with the question, that's the, that's part of that morning voice. You got to get the dad grumble in there. So uh-huh. keeping it, keeping, keeping it real with how authentic this is. So the meme, it, it, the definition and the origins of memes, it's it's like, when did when did the English language start? There's a lot of variance in the Germanic culture of Europe. Where exactly did this evolve into what it is today? And you can take that same example and really kind of move it to the evolution of the internet. Like with most things, origins get a little blurred. We'll just read the definition if you just Google what is a meme or meme definition. An element of culture or system of behavior that may be considered to be passed from one individual to another by non-genetic means, especially <coughs> imitation. So a humorous image, video, piece of text that is copied often with slight variations and spreads rapidly by internet users. So that is the meme. And really, you can just say without diving into the weeds there, the origins just divulge to the early days of the internet. And you can see a lot of 
references to that is think of your funny you know, the young people are going to scratch their heads on this one but the the funnies in the old newspapers mm-hmm. there's this little one bit comics think of the one bit comics thrown on the internet same type of deal there just a one or very few text photo that had some type of generic theme and that is sort of how they got started in one facet was that type of idea of a little funny blurb with a comment and a picture that as we remember so well from newspapers and then it went on the internet and then just totally spiraled and it started with something that typically people could relate to and understand one of the things that oh my gosh that totally makes sense so it's just something you relate to but don't ever talk about right the very early one referencing wikipedia like i went on here to look up a president and now i'm three hours into the downfall of the soviet union like just this <laughs> like with a picture of the wikipedia thing it's like oh yeah we all can relate to just going on this downhill spiral of internet research and it's something you chuckle at and then kind of move on from but that there's the uh nickel version of meme origins so would you consider memes art because you know by definition from what i understand if i go back to my time at auburn and when i took you know i think everybody at least had to take some form of art appreciation i don't know about you but that i did during college you know art was very arbitrary you know it is what it is it's not a set thing would you consider memes art oh oh, absolutely i think i think if you said memes aren't art you're wrong if you believe art art is better than memes you're wrong like let's okay let's just put it this way if you were going to an art museum would you rather go to an art museum full of old boring art or would you rather go to a museum just full of some of the best memes that have ever existed like what would you leave walking out like happier full of laughter and enjoyment more i'm not going to answer that i'm just gonna like i think it's obvious i'm just gonna let the listeners answer that so what so, I'm think what I'm thinking now is we need to have an exhibit of all this at the Jules Collins Museum that sits over there on uh, College Street, uh, heading into campus. I think uh, I don't know how Gouge because I think he's the big donor there, and it's named well, for him and his family <clears throat> would appreciate that. But I feel like we could have a good exhibit there. I'm willing to take calls. Uh, I've I've spoken with Jay before in the past about some things, and I we have always been very cordial with each other. And I think this would be a conversation we could definitely make happen. I think he needs to understand the importance of this to Auburn. I've I've said this on Twitter and I I rank this up there with Eagle flight, rolling tumors, tiger walk. I mean, this is, this is probably easily a top five Auburn tradition. And like, he he needs to understand that. I I can see it because the way it's being embraced by everybody on social media, Auburn fans, but now it's as we've already addressed a little bit that it's exploring and exploding onto other fan bases as well that have learned to kind of just laugh it off, uh, usually at the expense of Auburn throwing memes their way. Uh, they're they're finally <laughs> starting to appreciate the magical nature. No, no it's it. magical. It's absolutely right. You know it's on when other folks start to imitate it <clears throat> and they they want to do it. And it's not. And here's the thing about it: it's not the memes itself. Now there's a pretty big. Uh, I would, I'm not going to say theory because it's a little bit more factual than that, but a movement you could say of Auburn invented memes that may be fueled by yours truly here. <laughs> we won't get into that right now. Check the internet. But uh, let's say folks in Tuscaloosa do not like to face that reality, but it's not the memes itself. It's, it's like, it's larger than that. So think of just like rolling toilet paper at tumors. You can roll toilet paper at tumors and you can really do the exact same thing at your front yard, but it's not the same. Right. And that's the thing about it. You can make a meme anywhere for anything, but it's not the same as an Auburn meme with the Auburn family. And that's that palpable magic that I don't think people understand with tradition. Tiger walk, you walk down the street and you high five people. It's not the same if you just do it 
in downtown Atlanta. Right. Okay. You can, I see birds fly all the time in my front yard. Is it the same as the Eagle flight before game? No. So there's this magic here that has to do, you just can't really describe it till you're in there. When you beat Alabama and Coleman Coliseum and you blast them with 5,000 replies in less than an hour, that's, that's, that's magic. And like I said, you just can't, I, I can get on here and try to put it into words, but until you really get it, you understand it. And that is what makes a tradition. And then, and Jay Gouge, if you're listening, this is it. Like, that's just, you fire up that Twitter account and you come to our deep fried workshop and you can be a part of this too. See what I'm picturing now is, you know, David Housel, the Auburn historian who, you know, sits in the back booth of Chappies there just outside of campus at Auburn. I can't really see him sitting back there with his boys talking about memes and culture, but I could one day see you Auburn memes taking over that role of Auburn history and tradition sitting in the back booth of Chappies and y'all just talking about the glory days. Of, <laughs> you remember this meme and you remember this moment on social media? No, a hundred percent. And that's the, see, there's the key to that there is, and this is this is going to be a little of a controversial statement, but new traditions and old traditions, there shouldn't necessarily, and I'm a big, big believer, and I love tradition, love old tradition, but you don't need to renounce new traditions just because of their age. Right. I think all traditions should be embraced. And I think we're, I think it is safe to say that we're, we're really on the, you know, point of critical mass here of this being like a full blown top five tradition, as I said, and that's great. I, this is, it's really what Auburn needs. I mean, this is, this has been the missing link for a while and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm excited and you, you can just see at the buy-in and the fact that I think the the really, the beautiful part of it too, just like many other traditions Auburn has, like take it for what you will. The rolling of tumors gets under Alabama people's skin because they don't have anything that good. Right. What do they do? They, do they walk down a sidewalk with a plaque full of half made up national championships? Like, is that tradition? <laughs> no. I mean, I could do that with chalk. I could, I could get some chalk, go outside Sanford hall and just write some random dates and be like, Hey, check these out. Like, that's what they did. They just etched it in with plaques. Right. That's not tradition. That's, that's la la land. That's made up stuff. I mean, memes are real, but like I said, the, the age, the sacredness of this is something that I really do think, we need to, you know, buy in on, let it, let it be a, um, put it on the university website. That's what we're trying to get to there. Well, the buy-in's already here with the Auburn family. I don't think it's going anywhere. It's already evolving into things that, you know, this kind of started with, I guess, started kind of with basketball and has evolved now into gymnastics. We're seeing that happen and I'm excited to see where it's going to take us the rest of the year. And when we get into football season, how that might explode more. But what I'd like to do maybe is it's probably going to be hard memes to, put it into perspective fully but where this whole thing started obviously auburn didn't invent the meme the internet invented the meme but the concept of everybody congregating together coordinating mind you where does this start from and how did we get to this point so i'm gonna pull a it was the quote from morpheus in the matrix in second it was the ready for the rabbit hole <laughs> um <clears throat> so it actually started this, this is going to be real old school for a lot of people. It started a decade ago, a little over a decade ago. There was an old, old um, movement on Facebook, and a lot of these colleges were doing meme pages. So, you know, run by students. It was, it was by students for students. And if you weren't a student and you weren't currently on a campus, you, you really wouldn't get probably 85% of the memes on these pages. So, someone in Auburn started one. And back then, there was no mobile apps for this. I mean, you did it all on 
memegenerator.net, which I don't even know if it's still around anymore, <laughs> but, and they were just like the good old, old school memes, just the simplest, basic, you know, model T version of memes, you know, bottom text, top text type memes. And uh, students were just submitting these things on there and it would just pop up on a feed and you could just scroll through them. And they were just like very topical kind of, you know, student based inside jokes everybody get. And this thing just blew up and they would just go viral and people would like them and they'd share them. And like I said, this is all on Facebook. This is before Instagram and all that kind of stuff was even happening. And it was just this like really fun thing. And it, it started in winter break after football season, there was just nothing going on. And that was always just the most boring time of kind of January, February and just college world. Cause you'd gotten all your, really gotten all your energy out from doing football and parties in the fall and it was cold just bunkered up and you had nothing to do but just hang out on your computer <laughs> and it, it was it was a more uh it was a more wholesome time in the internet back then but <laughs> i don't know that there was ever a fully wholesome time in the internet well compared to compared to speaking today <laughs> so that's where it got started and then i might have moved that into twitter because back then there was a you know, pretty big student presence on twitter as well and that is where a very quick version of how I got in on this and have kept it going. Now that Facebook page is just lost in the archives. And I don't know if you can even join that page unless you're already in it. Cause I think you had to be approved. So if you're not in like sad deal. So the presence of Auburn memes had really been around then. And that sort of started with the movement of college memes, which was really took a large step about it. Like I said, about a decade ago, jumping forward to what it's been on the internet. And there's always been a little bit of memeing going on for years and years. And I say a little bit compared to what it is now. And are we going to talk about how it got started with the sports and everything? Are we, are we going straight to that? Yeah, yeah, I love any place you can take us with the history of this. I'm all for it. Okay. All right. You'll put, everybody buckle up. So basketball started getting good. That was fun. Now, we'd always made trash talk memes after big sports wins. Don't get me wrong. That had always been a thing. Right. Check the, you know, check the Twitter feed. It's there. Now, <clears throat> the difference had really been the final score posts. And as Twitter started getting more uniform with how they did things and they sort of changed up the uh, kind of the, how the replies and the likes and the quote tweets and things worked around this time as well, you started seeing Auburn do this, I believe around started and I'm working on the, the exact origins of that, but probably around, we'll say three-ish years ago mm -hmm. with the, you just lost to Bruce Pearl. We're going to pause there. That seems very random and awesome. And it was awesome. I, I If you got to remember where you were when you saw your you just lost your first, you just lost a Bruce Pearl meme. The roots of this, I won't, I won't dive too deep in this because it's just not very Auburn related, but that started with a pro sports thing on a, to what we're doing now, much smaller scale. It seemed mm -hmm. big back then, but when the other team you would beat lost the final score or lost and posted the final score, the fan base as a whole would just meme them to death with just obnoxious memes. And the evolution of this thing, including what Auburn has done is just, how obnoxious like how can you make these more and more obnoxious and we'll get to that when we uh, get into the deep frying which is uh that's why we're all here let's be real <laughs> so that is and, and the beauty is like you, you see things like that and you start and the origins of these things as i kind of mentioned earlier with origins is there's a guesstimate of like okay this is the first one that we've seen but there's always some rudimentary like oh well this was the first one if this was the first one if you dig right well it was kind of like this and they you kind of see how it de-evolves to where you've really got to be like, okay, like where, where do we say like, this is the first one versus this is like eh, kind of close. It's, you know, you're pushing it to say this is part of that. So with the being, with the origin of how it was with the sports teams and what it was with Auburn, 
you can make arguments both ways. So we have some pretty good guesses on that. So anyway, around that same time period, pro sports teams were doing it on Twitter. Move forward to Auburn starts doing it as well. And very simple, maybe, you know, 10 plus people were doing it. And it didn't start with just the memes, though. It was the little video clips. So it was the uh, you lost to Bruce Pearl. And let me see here. I'm going to see if I can even play one real quick. I love Uh, that so much. (laughs) Yeah. Hold on. Just stall for me. Just, you know, give me some elevator music while I'm uh, plug somebody. I would I would sing for you right now, but then we'd lose everybody listening at this point. And, you know, that that's not what we want here. We're we're about educating people, not making people run away. Okay, I found it. Thank you for this. Thanks for stalling for me. This is what I'm here for. Okay, well, um, fail. I'm sure my mic is, it, the sound is so distorted. I'm sure the software is like, we're not even going to let that go through the mic. But anyway, <laughs> the whole point to that is the loud, obnoxious music there is what it really started with. So you'd have these like five to seven second clips of just distorted hype music. Mm-hmm. So that that was how it got started it, with with a meme overlay. So you'd have a video file with a meme on there with the loud music, all for just being how many layers of noxious can we do on this thing so that's how it got started and that lasted for about a year but what ended up happening we're gonna take a moment of silence for our original pablo escobarner profile mm. that got dinged off twitter out for yeah that got dinged off twitter for some copyright issues with twitter for playing too many protected songs <laughs> that's why you don't see those anymore is because there was music overlay on them and twitter was basically like hey you don't own rights to this music so that was kind of a glorious time that we have now since lost was the music and like i said blame twitter for just ruining everybody's fun or you would probably see more of those but that was kind of how it got started with memes with music overlay just somebody to click on it and it's just max volume gain turned all the way up and purposely distorted as i mentioned to be obnoxious mm-hmm. so as Auburn started winning a bit more and, you know, it, it became the norm to do a final score tweet with the graphics from other school, it started taking off and people were starting to get a little bit more creative with the memes, including yours truly here. So a lot of hype with final four, we fast forward a lot of the stuff with the Isaac Okoro team, a lot of memes there. We move to the next season we keep rocking them. Now, obviously we had some Rocky waters that last season. So a lot of the meme blasting that wanted to get done, right. You know, you gotta, you gotta win to get some meme blasts in. So mm-hmm. it, as it started to gain some steam there, people were kind of like chomping at the bit. Cause it was something you just wanted to be a part of. It's like, Ooh, like these are so fun. Like I want to throw my reply in there. And that's how this thing starts snowballing. We do some of it for football, same type deal, final scores, et cetera, et cetera. And then at this point it has taken enough of a movement to where like people really want to get in on it it started and it really always had been for auburn at least a very basketball heavy thing right other sports are getting it absolutely did we do it after some of our football game uh, football wins absolutely but basketball is really where like that's where it comes out full force so for those people that are annoyed by it, you know, you have the success of the Auburn basketball team to blame for it, you know, so just, you know, if you're ever upset at the people at the, on the Twitter for, if you're not somebody who's all about the memes, just, uh, I guess you could trade the success of the Auburn basketball program for it if you don't like it, but I, I'm, I'm all for it. If this is what we get from the success and this new tradition, I'm all for it. It's all roads lead back to Bruce Pearl getting <laughs> under other people's skin. And that's, 
And that's what that's really kind of the best part about this is just because we know from the outside looking in a lot of media people, pretty much every other school just cannot stand Bruce Pearl for countless reasons. And like that makes me love him even more. Mm -hmm. Just this whole like the mojo, the swagger, the way he does stuff like, yes, war eagle to that. We got him. He's beating you like suck it too bad. You're not us. That's the kind of mojo that I love about it. And then adding kind of the memes to it there is just sort of the like the the online, just kind of like the peanut butter on top of the jelly, the insult of just this sort of obnoxious winning. And I will say, you know, I've been saying it like it's like that. It's all in good fun, of course. We're going to have to, you know, make it serious a little bit. Like we're not over here attacking people's character. We're not making these very kind of dark things, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Now I will get to that. And that's what it's become now. So. We get we're gearing up for the meme season. That's what we call it, the meme season. And it, there's been a lot more people who are getting pretty excited for it. And we started to see some in the past, as I kind of mentioned earlier, the deep fried memes. So we're talking. We've we've kind of set the stage for how do we make this more obnoxious? The loud music. Well, Twitter can't let us have nice things. So all right, what else can we do? And you can look up and debate the history of where the deep fried meme came from. For those that don't know, deep frying is. Think a piece of raw chicken versus it out of the fryer. It's got this crispy look to it. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, how do you take that to a picture? You just distort the crap out of a picture, get all of the resolutions just totally out of whack to where it is so purposely bad, it just looks stupid. Like no one would ever <laughs> edit a picture to look like this. And like, that's the point. You want it to look so ridiculous. And then you throw some laser eyes on somebody's face. And you're like, what is going on? And they've got this overly <laughs> resolved smile on their face and so it's just very eye-grabbing when you see it on let's say a twitter feed so that had started in years past and started snowballing and it does take a little bit of editing to get it there so it's not just easy as making a meme you have to get the meme and you do a few extra steps to get it there add the text the lies the filters etc cetera, etc cetera. so people had started doing that had a little bit more photo shop skills and then people were trying to oh like how do we do that we want to deep fry them too so it got to be known for not just the memes but now deep frying the memes because we're trying to get obnoxious because we're beating people because we're better than them it makes them mad as you see we're, we're compounding things here so coming to this year we we're starting this thing and obviously within the auburn world it's pretty known where we are today on the lord's day of january 15th 2022 <laughs> like the, the the word's kind of out on this now but when this I would say when it got big, big, being the beginning of this past basketball season, like not other fan bases, like we're not quite aware what was going on, especially when Auburn was playing some of these smaller basketball schools who had no idea. You'd get these fans that are like, wow, you're such sore winners. And they'd come up there and just, you know, type out their manifesto of how much they hated Auburn and how obnoxious it was that we were memeing them, which for me, like that was my drug. Like I love it. They would every <laughs> give time, it to me, inject it into my veins. <laughs> yeah. Like I need that actually. That's my high. There'd be that one fan. I know there was a one girl from the St. Louis who just got blasted. So they'd get on there and they'd be like, wow, these Auburn fans are still, I can't believe they're like, this is so obnoxious. Like it's just a game, like stuff like that. And then, so to make it even better, like to, to make my high even more intense, someone would find those and then expose it. And then the Auburn Twitter would blast their replies. <laughs> so you go from the final score replies to one disgruntled fan who's mad at Auburn, who then all of a sudden gets that. And it was like I said, every time there would be that one person. So that made it a blast. 
Hey Auburn fans, I want to take a quick time out from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs. Especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C Network booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C Network to join the E2C Network Booster Club. You can also get there by going to our website, e2cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. So let's jump over to deep frying real quick, and we're going to reference our good friend on Twitter, Josh Dub, who December 14th gave us a beautifully well-done thread that was the evolution of the deep fried meme. So yes, go check that out. If you want to actually see that thread, just go to his Twitter profile and actually search deep fried meme, and you'll be able to find this thread. So, and this was right after we had beaten Nebraska pretty handedly, and Nebraska's, at the time, we thought it was a good replies. Today, it would be pretty weak, but... Good replies for then, as as we said, we had a, we've trained an army since then. Yep. So he has pointed that the first deep fried meme, and you know Josh Dub's pretty good with this stuff, came from Gregory Boyd, or that's his handle, January twenty second, twenty twenty, and that was the you just lost to Bruce Pearl meme that I tried playing for you guys that may not have gone over, and that was the video meme that may not mm. have gone over the mic, and then so Auburn beats Iowa State. A few days later, more deep fried memes come from that, the video format. And a lot of people were kind of posting the same ones. Like I said, it was just for the level of obnoxiousness. Right. And then it just, you keep going through this thread and you just see more and more of them coming through. So, and that was really, that thread kind of helps understand the grassroots of how this thing kind of got started. And that was where it, the deep frying and the things like that came in. And then it, you know, as you plant a seed and water it, you have a beautiful... I would say flowers as much as much larger than a flower, like a giant alien Venus flytrap <laughs> that is an ins- insatiable um, carnivorous plant. Yeah. <laughs> avarice, avarice for others to feed. So, but yeah. that's, that's the evolution. Um, the, the quick, like brief history in a nutshell. Yeah. You know, I, I think you did a good job painting that picture for us. Um, and, and I was aware of a lot of this, but, you know, kind of painting the picture. I think I'm glad you referenced Josh Dub. If you want a little bit more specific way to search it to obviously just type it into Twitter and search it on his main profile. But it's on December 14th, 2021 was a post that he made. If you guys want a little bit of help finding that, because I, I think it's worth going and checking that out to appreciate all the history of this. You know, the thing for me that's been probably the most entertaining about this is is watching 
other social media accounts, that being the uh, official, you know, men's basketball account of, you know, Murray State, just since they're topical with this, having to like not post anything for fear of the Auburn meme army. That has been the most juicy thing about this is is that official accounts, blue checks, as, as they call it on Twitter, are now fearful of what's going to happen and not posted. Now, Murray State has since rectified that, and that's in part due to one of their athletes who's embraced this. I do have the story behind that. Yeah, let's, let's hear it. From the, from the SID department of Murray State. Like, this is from the inside. So I'm smiling saying that because that made me so happy. But yes, <laughs> as you mentioned, it had become such a thing to where uh, LSU is an example. One of their um, guys on basketball communications in the athletic department actually, like, sent a tweet to the person who ran the page was like, just turn off notifications tonight. It has gotten to the point to where, and even you and a joked around, like we're ready. It's gotten to be like, okay, we, we know what's coming. And I think poor Murray state originally got set as the example because the the fear was, well, other schools are just going to turn off replies. Well, Murray state tried to Houdini that. And then seeing how other Auburn people, or just blowing up every post, any athletic page of their man. I mean, Murray State Equestrian was getting blasted with you just <laughs> lost to Bruce Pearl posts. I didn't even know they, they had an equestrian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the horses, like the poor, the poor horses couldn't even escape Bruce Pearl. So I think that was becoming such a thing. And like, there's no general to this. There's no like head. I mean, there's there's folks who have bigger followings like myself on here that kind of help conduct the orchestra best we can. But I don't have a I don't have an off switch for this. Mm. So it's, it's like a, there's no person you can just email, but Hey, could you chill out with the memes? Like that's kind of the beauty of the internet there. So it actually, I think became a legitimate problem of annoyance that these departments kind of the factors like, well, I think we're better off just keeping one post, letting Auburn people get it out of the way and move on to their, you know, next victim. Right. And you can see that with Alabama because they left their final score post on. And I'm going to tell you right now for anybody at Alabama thinking like, we had a contingency plan if they either A, turned off the comments, or B, didn't post the final score. Like, there were backup plans. They weren't getting away from this. They talked so much trash for that team last year that was barely above average at best and just thinking that they were the next basketball blue blood as they won the SEC in a very down SEC COVID year. Like, And then just the backtracking when they realized, like, oh, crap, our team's not as good as we were led to believe and Auburn is way better than we just, we, we didn't want to face that reality. So anyway, they had to get theirs. Right. We'll come to that post in a minute. Cause like I said, you talk about my high, like, Ooh, buddy, <laughs> we, we were, we were on a ledge there, but the grand scope of what happened with Murray state was as, as we infamously know, Murray state deleted the final score, which is kind of like a cardinal sin in this world. People didn't take too well to that. So every other post got blown up for weeks. And it was to the point where I'll even say that it was like, okay, guys, we might be getting a little annoying with this. Like, I think they get the point. Right. I was, I hadn't done, you know, like I was not part of the, you know, I might have for like a week after been kind of poking at him, but I was like, okay, guys, it's been a month. Like we need to maybe withdraw troops here like that we're, we're beating them dead and, it's like and, you're you created this frankenstein monster that's kind of gotten a li- may have gotten a little bit of hand yes it. yeah like it's gotten we have skynet is turning now <laughs> so the finally our hero tevin brown randomly out of the blue tweets a picture of the final score with the graphic final score auburn oh, i think it was 71 to 58 and it 
just exploded on a random, I guess that was a Wednesday or the Wednesday night, I believe. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the enemies of Auburn turned to Murray state and then Tevin's engagement just explodes and all the like, Oh my gosh. And you know, he, he has now become the Auburn meme now. So out of an act of solidarity, it said, okay, you guys play Tennessee state tomorrow night. When y'all beat Tennessee state, we're going to Auburn is going to mean blast them for Tevin, which they did. And then after that game, they make somebody hosts a space that has Murray State people and Auburn people in it. And it starts to get a little bit of following. That's Twitter space. Right. And so from that, we start getting some players and some staff members of Murray State in this space, just kind of like, and then one of them happened to be a GA assistant on the SID staff for the basketball team. And we're like, so I had to jump on myself. I was like, hey, man, I've got to talk to you. What was going on behind the scenes with that with your staff? Murray State, they've they've got a they've they've got a historic basketball program. They're a good basketball school. Mm-hmm. They've been to the tournament more times than Auburn. So I think a lot of people like, oh, you know, it's a smaller school. It's in the Ohio Valley Conference. Like they're a good basketball yes, school. Yes, they are. So just you know, I want to I want to give them some like compliments there because like it's important to understand like basketball's been going on for longer than Bruce Pearl's been at Auburn. So their their staff members confused because I mean Murray State was I said they're a good basketball school but they definitely do not have the following and the mass that Auburn does so they're they've just never seen engagement like this so the guy who's the head of their SID which uh who was overseeing the Twitter that night just had no idea what was going on and was just like okay this is too much delete delete and so the younger guys apparently kind of went up to him like hey I think it's like because older generation of memes don't always quite they, they some some folks haven't quite figured it out especially kind of like the latest curve of like what the inside joke is right so i think for them they thought it was a lot more malicious than it was as i referenced earlier with the rogue fan who gets really upset and voices their feelings in the twitter replies and therefore gets even more upset with the replies that they brought upon themselves so murray state <laughs> just says we're out delete delete abort and then it's like okay we're done with this we can wipe our hands of it then they're looking like oh my gosh it has it is now flooded through other avenues we can't stop this thing and that's where tevin a month later was just like because there was like murray basically like murray state post final score will stop so tevin does it and then so that's what the um the ga assistant for the uh, sid was telling me he's like man this is like that's what was going on and like they were just kind of like freaked out because they had no idea what was happening with this and we're basically he's like we're trying to kind of explain to him that like hey it's for fun it's kind of just like a big joke like we can sort of get in on it, et cetera, et cetera. And I guess from the professionalism, like, no, we can't stoop to that. But when Tevin did it and they saw the reaction, I think it was kind of like, okay, it's safe to swim in these waters now. Like we, it won't get hurt. So then they apparently talked the staff into letting them retweet the final score, but they deep fried it, which made it just incredibly awesome. Yeah. So now all the Auburn people like Murray state's kind of our official sister school as of the last 48 hours. And they're playing Belmont, which is one of their big rivals, which essentially means if they win this game, they control their own destiny to the NCAA tournament. So now they're making all these joint Auburn Murray state memes. And that's kind of the craziness of how this has evolved where it's going into other schools now and this sort of Auburn Twitter mob army. So who once was a enemy has now become a friend. And now our friends enemies are now our enemies. So we've got Belmont talking trash to Auburn because we're talking trash backing up murray state so So it's gotten to be this yes it's gotten to be this huge meta thing 
And yeah, it is beautiful and it's hilarious. And that, that's happening. Like that is current events. Belmont is playing Murray State today at four o'clock, which is a, that's actually, it's a big basketball game. Should be a good basketball game. Murray State's a good team. Murray State should probably win that one. But needless to say, and like I said, the people think like, oh, that Murray State, like that Murray State is very likely going to be a tournament team. Like each game they play, that win gets better and better as more data analytics start getting onto the charts for how they select these things. So, it actually is advantageous for Auburn for that win. Now, I think at this point, my gosh, Auburn controls their own destiny being a number one seed. So it's not kind of how it is in years past, which like AP number one could be coming up this week. Like we're in uncharted waters, the best right. uncharted waters I've ever been in. Man, did they taste good. But so that's kind of what happened with the whole Murray State situation. And on the inside of their staff, having fun with it, the whole moral of the story is it's getting to be fun, as you mentioned earlier, that other schools are getting in on it for the engagement, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And let me take that a step further because it's not just that aspect that in itself, as you said, and we said is beautiful. Like that's just awesome that we've got people, you know, once we're enemies, now we're friends, that whole concept. But what I love that this has done is has connected Auburn and its athletes in a way we've got, you know, there's always been this, you know, connection. We we're Auburn family, obviously it's an arbitrary thing, but we all get it. Right. But, this has almost kind of created a new level of that where we've got guys going into Jabari Smith's DMs and just saying highly obscene things to him. And then he just says, I'll sick my Twitter folks on you. And we go and take care of him. You know, like it, it's created a new level of kinship between the fans and the athletes. And it was already there to some degree, just being the nature of college versus pro. Uh, you know, there's a little bit more connection there. But I think that's one of the more beautiful things, too. But if you just kind of like try to pigeonhole all of the this meme concept together, you can't because it's so convoluted. It's got so many different angles, so many different ways. This is like taking the shape of it. And I'm happy that we as the Auburn family have kind of not maybe created the idea of memes, and but but have made this movement that has, if you get it, if you appreciate it for what it is, don't take it too seriously then everybody can have fun with it. And I think that's obviously what Murray State finally showed is like, hey, yeah, take your lumps and then join in on the fun. Right. And that's that's exactly it. Is It's not a we want these players on the other team to go to bed crying with the exception of a few SEC rivals. Right. Um, I, I hope every player who saw the memes on Alabama's replies went to bed crying. Like, that's what I wanted. Like, I hope <laughs> I hope I hope they kept Nate Oates up at night. Uh, anyway, um, so to get my little plug out there, but yes, did I, did I want anybody on Murray state crying? No, like they're our best friends now, but I digress joke aside. Yes. It's all in good fun. And other teams have even looked at these and like, okay, yeah, these are kind of funny. Yeah. And that's the whole point of this. Like you're playing college sport. Like we're not, none of this should ever be attacking anybody's character or anything that is just what would be deemed inappropriate, trashy, et cetera, et cetera. But the fun part is the players are having fun with it. And I've gotten just through the grapevine, the players, the coaches, players, parents. Zepp Jasper said on an interview that he that the players have a group message that they send each other the memes in. So <laughs> they they all get it. I got um I got word down the grapevine that um coach Chad Pruitt saw saw the one that I made of him and stretch, and like he thought that was like one of the funniest ones he'd ever seen. So like him and stretch apparently both loved it. And so we've gotten a lot of feedback from that. And like I said, the key to that is we're not trying to brag on like, oh, we're hilarious. If people love us, like that's not what this is about. It's like 
it's it's fun for the players. It's something that they get to enjoy. And I'm not going right. to you know go on the soapbox like we're giving back to the players. But if you can make somebody smile and just laugh, like that's a good thing. Absolutely. And like if we can just make it all fun and add another layer of fun for the fans, for the players, the coaches, the parents, like that's what it's all about. And as long as folks know, like this stuff isn't getting personal, we're not trying to just be the total villains of this thing. Like, yes, it can be obnoxious and it can be goofy, et cetera, et cetera. Like, welcome to sports. Like, guys running up and trash talking, like, trash talking is part of sports. If it hurts your feelings, like, you're probably in the wrong place. It just, so, feel, it just feels like we're heading towards some type of ESB and the Ocho special about memes and the culture of that within collegiate sports and not just that, but sports in general at some point, the way this is just taken off. Well, the, the thing of the Alabama replies, I don't know. And I've been trying to dig through. I don't know if there has been another meme blast as big as that one. Cause what was happening is it would be like, Oh wow, we got 300 replies on this. Oh my gosh, we got it 500. I think LSU, we had a thousand less than an hour. And it was like, Oh, I, I cannot believe like, this is what it was. And then 5,000 replies on Alabama in less than an hour. And I think like, 4,000 of those were like in less than 10 minutes. I mean, it was just like, it, it was just so bombarded. Now, like I said, Alabama had been, been, you know, that they had, they had, they were waiting to cash that check. Like that, that was their fault. Like they, they were making that bed real thick and it was time for them to delay in it. So had they, <laughs> had they dialed back the trash talk a little bit over the last 12 months, like maybe not so bad, but for every time I heard the, so what are y'all doing this postseason last year? Like, it was like, sorry, guys. Like, if you didn't say that 20,000 times, like, maybe this wouldn't have been so bad. But on yourself. You, we're playing again, and we're playing at Auburn. Like, it's not getting any better for you. Because yeah. I can tell you that one's going to be worse because it's at home. So, anyway, I was at the Alabama game. That was incredible good time. Watching the fans just pour out of there like ants on an anthill when you kick it was just, like I said, things that get me high it's it's it gets a lot of us very excited <laughs> and uh, i'm one of those as well what i what i would like to do to end cap our conversation maybe and as we discussed at the very beginning you know this is a form of art and art is what it is it's hard to define it it's hard to really explain how to do it but if you kind of had to give people advice those people that are wanting to get in on the game that are trying to understand you know what makes a great auburn meme could you give us like a quick little like, you know, you're the pro at it. So kind of give us what your perspective of that would be. Yeah. So a quick blurb. We even had a Twitter space workshop on this, which apparently got a little bit more like renowned of like, wow, they take this really seriously. Uh, we have a discord too. So if anybody wants to get in on that, I just shoot me a DM. We'll give you a link. And the whole point of that discord is just tips, examples, apps to use, ways to make these things, et cetera, et cetera. So that's if you actually really want to, hey, I want to make some of these myself. And it starts to practice, just kind of see what people do, make it your own. Your first ones are going to be a little worse, but really just don't overthink it. Some of the funniest ones have just been some of the most simple ones. Right. And taking things that just have like zero context <clears throat> and then create that context. Like there was a big movement a few weeks ago, people just rhyming things with Bruce or Pearl. So Kate the Great did one of Moose Pearl and Bruce Pear. <laughs> Like, and those blew up just because it was like, it was just so silly, but it was like, you just lost a Bruce pair. Like, and it was his head on a deep fried pair, like yeah. with laser eyes, like stuff like that is just funny. And it, it, it the beauty of it is like, it's just, it, it doesn't always necessarily have to make sense to be incredible. 
And the beauty of the deep fried aspect of you don't have to edit these things in Photoshop for them to be awesome. They can be hilarious. Like when uh, Wes Flanagan was coaching and Bruce had to sit out, there was that meme of you just got mowed by Bruce and the boys and somebody when they were, when they were with like the paint edit on their phone and just did like a finger X over, over Bruce and wrote Wes and their you know finger handwriting. And then when Steven was coaching, they crossed out Wes and wrote Steven. And then when Bruce came back, they crossed out Steven and wrote Bruce, but they just did that on top. Of, so the same photo at the end said, you lost to Bruce X, Wes X, Steven X, Bruce again on top of it written. Like that was just so funny because it was so <laughs> stupid. It made it hilarious. And, and sometimes like purposely done poor editing makes it even more funny. So that's the thing of it is just don't overthink them. Right. Like you can do something really goofy like that. And even if you take somebody's meme and you cross it out with finger paint and then write a word and bad cell phone handwriting under it that adds just a whole nother dynamic to it. Sometimes those can be the biggest home run hitters that are just like the simplest little tweaks done at the right time. So, and that's, that's all there is to it. It's fun to get in on. And, and really it's just, like I said, laugh there's, you can never criticize laughter. Like laughter is a great thing. That's kind of what we're doing here. People are just having fun with it. And as long as you do it right, it's a great time for people to be in on it. And like I said, there's no masterful ways to do it. There's plenty of phone apps to do it. You can do it on your phone's in-house editor. Uh, if you have any skills with various Photoshop type software or any level of graphic design, you can really be dangerous out there. <laughs> Sounds like the easiest way to explain that is just have fun with it. Don't overthink it. And if you need some help, you obviously got those avenues that he shared here, whether it's the Discord or just taking inspiration from what you're already seeing. And there is plenty of it, whether it's an Alabama postgame score with 5,000 replies or who knows how this thing's going to explode. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just waiting so eagerly for that Auburn Arena matchup with them and how that's going to just get amazing, hopefully. Obviously, you got to take care of business and beat them on your home court, but I think that's going to be beautiful. Now, to close out, though, is there just to kind of wrap up thoughts on memes, this whole concept? I think you've done a beautiful job of giving us the history of it as much as we can and explaining what it is. But is there anything you'd just like to kind of close out with or, or share about what you're working on? Oh, working on. Woof. Uh, there's, there's, some things in the, there's some things in the works, all kind of secret right now. So when you see those things being formally announced, you can be like, oh, I remember hearing it on the I remember hearing that on the podcast. So. Things are still in the still in the oven that are secret. And as far as we're working on, like I said, it's every day just having fun with it, being on there. Like I said, the, the project of kind of getting on the Murray State thing's been a blast. And it's right. just something we never thought we would do. And just like, okay, it's everybody likes being on an inside joke. And it's just kind of like ripping these out as quick as we can and just making them fun and organic. So we don't really know what's next. And that's kind of the beauty of it. Like we never thought we'd be here, but that's that's what makes it fun. I would say uh, for anybody who's not on Twitter that may have had one and I, you know, I, I took a little hiatus for a while and I got fun again, just uh, dust it off. Uh, I do have, we do have an Auburn memes Instagram. I'm going to try to do better about posting more of these on that Instagram, just because, you know, there are some people who aren't necessarily on Twitter who do want to get in, get in on the fun. So it's yeah. uh, like I said, it's all fun. And, and really what it boils down to is this basketball season is I think one that's going to be historic. And I would tell everybody like, you might have missed your chances on home games, but uh, if you can try to snatch up some away games, because if you don't, you may regret not seeing this team play when you had the chance. 
absolutely. I've been to the one in Atlanta, and that might be the only one I get a, a chance to go into for a decent price. And it was well worth it to watch the team, to watch Jabari Smith, and just to engage in the the hype that is surrounding uh, the Auburn basketball team, whether it's meme-related or just how they're playing on the court. It's a special time to be an Auburn fan, and more specifically an Auburn men's basketball fan. Memes, thank you so much for uh, sitting down, educating us again. I feel like I've been through school, and uh, your presence here is always v- uh, very much welcome, and I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Well, I, I appreciate you and all the listeners out there putting up for this morning voice, the coughs, the hacks, the clear throats. This is yeah. my PSA for take your algae medicine like I didn't yesterday, and then maybe this wouldn't have been <laughs> such a problem. So I had a busy day at work today. We had to record in the morning. I'm trying to see, and I know it's almost 11 o'clock, and I'm like, am I going to go to Oxford today? Might be going to Oxford today, so stay tuned on Twitter to see if I end up making the trek, pending some things with weather. But I got to make my sec what may be my only chance to go see him play again. So anyway, thanks as always for having me on. And uh, as things progress, this may not be the last uh, meme follow up because, like I said, it's uh, we, we don't know how much bigger this thing's going to get. So, like I said, we, we've already got a second team, so we might be talking about murray state helping us meme blast alabama in a few weeks oh, so my goodness that yeah. is, that's gonna be beautiful wow. yeah, news, we might add some other schools to the fray i'll say uh, one last thing on one side joke though before we go apparently belmont was trying to recruit lsu to help them yes. get back at murray so it's it's getting to be like rivals the the layer of rivalries on this thing is getting to be hilarious because they were tweeting like LSU help us fight Murray state and Auburn. So it, like I said, that that's really funny too. <laughs> the, the funny thing about this is it just seems like at some point there's going to be an end to it and it just keeps expanding and getting crazier. And I think that's the beauty of it. So well, yeah, like with all things there will be, but you know, we're going to have fun with it while it's there today. And you know, like I said, we don't want to, we don't want to kill it, but we're going to ride the wave of this basketball team in the season. And like I said, we're going to, you know, like I said, enjoy it and look back at it. And that's the thing about it is, you know, before we know it's going to be gone and we want to just savor every moment of it because these kind of seasons are special. And I think a lot of people will go back to 2010. I don't know if they quite realized just how special that season was. And then it was, oh, shoot, it's over. So, yeah, uh, for me, it's really just trying to be present and savor every moment of it. Because, like I said, come time June, I'm going to be like, man, that was that was an incredible ride. And then in five, ten years from now, I want to look back and say, wow, what an incredible ride. What an incredible season. Like, I'm glad I was present there for it because telling everybody out there, like these, these teams, these seasons, like they don't come around a lot, especially the way the team plays and just the personalities and how fun they are to watch and be together. For all my Auburn fans out there who are listening to this, who probably should be dialed in if they're listening to this, but if they're not or they have friends of friends who aren't, like tell them, like, pick up a remote, get to following this team, buy in. It's going to be a great season. It is. Ride the wave. Why you have it, because, you know, like you said, they come around very, at least Auburn-wise, not so often. And But I think that's what makes them all the more special, whether it's about memes, sports, anything and everything in between. We appreciate, again, you stopping by to say hello to us and talk to us Absolutely. about this. You can Always. follow him on Twitter, at Auburn Memes. You can follow me on Twitter as well, at TigerEye24. That's all we have for you in this edition of E2C Extra. Thank you for tuning in. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.